So, so yeah, I guess I guess what you are saying is that the Big Five is still relevant in this in this in this in this climate in this context, regardless of the fact that um, the industry standards are saying the Big Five is dying and there's new things coming up. You still say the Big Five is still relevant in our context as a country and in the context as the whole world as far as the pandemic. Yeah, you know, um, when when I told him, like you see, you see, you see, one thing I I I, I basically kind of dispute about that argument is that like there's like I think if you're looking at print, if you're not adapting and if you're not creating, you know, why like if you if you're looking at like magazines that have actually kind of closed right now, you know, why did they take so long to actually kind of innovate on digital and actually make money from digital? So they have highs of creativity. You have uh, you have IPs. You have a lot of um, kind of media houses that live online but are making serious racks. You know, so it's Bidagimi. It's it's like they are dying as long as they do not innovate. You know, because like even with radio and TV, you see how Twitter basically influences the conversations that happens a lot in a lot of TV shows. You know, so it's kind of like right now. In South Africa, it's basically like kind of like an add-on, you know. Just have like live tweets and here and there. It's not like real. It's not, we're not we're not there where it's like completely kind of merged and stuff. When you and when you like you look at the US, where you would have like the Grammys and stuff, like everything like is so you know it's so synchronized. You know, you you watching TV and you actually like on the on, on the YouTube they're streaming it live on YouTube and so forth. on the on the on the on the on the, on the brands when Coca Cola is doing like those uh, backstage kind of winner interviews, Young yeah. Tola like it, everyone is getting like Coca Cola is even like doing like a live stream of that. You know, so it's very much kind of synchronized. It's not like an add on. It is basically a part of the whole kind of thing. It's this three sixty thing. It, it works like simultaneously. You know, so like South Africa, we 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 just doing with oh okay cool, we're just gonna ask a, a question on Facebook and then people are gonna answer, then we're gonna read it live. You know, we're still kind of thinking like that. So one thing that's gonna actually make it very, you know, interactive and so forth is actually having a very clear strategy on all platforms. Which okay, this is basically what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna engage, and this is how we can make people pay for this. You know, mm-hmm. like ultimately, if you know, volume driving is 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 is, is your objective. So who do you who do you blame? And well, what I have in mind is a two part question, right? Do you think are we ever going to get to to a, a point where brands have reached an, an omnipresent dissemination point as far as content, right? Do you think we'll ever will ever reach that place of synchronicity? And number two, whose fault is it really? Because I would imagine in agencies, there's a lot of agencies. That have a lot of creatives with French mindset, French ideas. You know, people like yourself, right, with fresh strategies to further brands. Whose fault is it? Is it the brand? Is it the agency? Is it the consumer not wanting to uh, consume the medium in that regard? What What's stopping us from reaching the levels of synchronicity that America has and the rest of the world? Because essentially, when you look at it, everything that we try to do from culture, right, to 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 you know, popular culture and so on and so forth, and even the marketing culture, we're trying to emulate our Western compatriots. You understand? So, who are we to blame for us not being at that place? Hey, man, you gotta give me to trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, I can I can say, do it like this. There's so many. It's it's a very complex. It's a very complex situation, right? Um, where you find. 
you find that, you know, the brightest minds are not the loudest voices, you know, or they are like, they, they, you know, like they are the, you know, kind of shut down voices in, in, in a way. And I cannot yeah. blame brands. Yeah. I cannot blame um, agencies alone. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, like as a, when, when you're in agency, you always, you always, you always, you know, try to actually kind of push the envelope with each and everything and stuff. You know, however, you find that, Kuti, sometimes, you know, the, the, the client doesn't have that, you know, um, that heart to actually go for that. You know, or maybe it's not the right time, or maybe they have different objectives and so forth. And it, it basically, sometimes, you know, marketing, you know, being in the marketing industry, sometimes when you've actually been here, it actually feels like a step and repeat kind of situation. You know, you feel like you're doing the same thing each and every time, especially when you actually get accustomed to working in different categories. You work in cars, you work with alcohol, you work with um, fizzy drinks, you work with like uh, you work with different kind of things, but like you're going to follow the same process each and every time because you just get used to the process of doing things, you know? So you get, you, there's, there's, there's a level of being comfortable or uh, like the one in the things that have worked in the past. You know, yes. so like Africa, once one thing, one thing works for, for one brand, we have, we really have this habit of actually, you know, kind of wanting to duplicate the same thing, you know, but like in a different, in a, in like, and present it differently, you know? Yes. So yes. that is, that is one of the things that actually kind of affect, uh, affect, you know, that, you know, synchro, uh, synchronization or whatever you were actually kind of talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. It delays the process, you know. So, um, as agencies, as brands and stuff, like even with clients within those brand teams, you find a lot of people who really have, you know, um, foresight, who really want to actually innovate and actually like cut through the clutter and actually do very innovative things. But sometimes budget is an issue, you know. Sometimes, you know, um, they're not ready. It's not the right time, and so forth. You always try to innovate, you know. So. I'm not going to say with the, it's 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 the agency's fault or the brand's fault and stuff. But in my experience, I basically know, you know, um, I've, in my experience, I can actually kind of say, with okay, maybe this is where we we we've actually hit a snag. That's why we couldn't do this, you know. Okay. Um, and if I can just give you some insight, when we're actually kind of doing eco threads, it actually took a very long time for us to actually kind of do this because we actually wanted it to be very authentic and how we present it had to be very real because we are trying to um, represent each and every team that is in South Africa. With also we wanted to represent the kids and kids are, you know, in, in, in with, with SGOD, we wanted to represent the kids from Soweto and other hoods. You know, with Meili, you wanted to, wanted to represent the females. You know, with Urichimnisi, you wanted to, you know, um, compliment, we wanted to represent the fashion lovers and the high fashion lovers, you know. So it basically, that is very, very bold of you to do because you actually man, you're actually managing different archetypes. You're actually managing different personalities, different brands, different backgrounds and so forth. And to actually kind of bring that together and actually make clients to actually believe who's We think this is the right thing to do. You know, it actually took a very, very long time, but, you know, ultimately we did get to that point, you know, where we actually did the like something very, very dope, you know. So it, 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 it's also like a lot of pushing from your side because as, as agency people and so forth, like, 
as 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 people who are working within marketing teams like on the client side we really need to be within culture that is yeah, what i've always yeah, been. Yeah. and what i've always loved is that i've always been in between e culture you know i've seen niggas actually kind of you know come up you know yeah, and that actually yeah. kind of taught me a whole lot of things that i actually know today you know so to understand it and to do things for the culture you really need to be within it you need to interact with the people you need to do the things that they do not because you want to get insights but because you want to experience what the consumer needs to experience and you want to represent you know what the what what the masses actually want you know yeah. so it it takes a lot of boldness to actually get there so to answer to basically go back and answer your question is that like there's a lot of we just need the heart there's no heart to actually do grand breaking things like in 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 the context of of SA marketing um industry so um i've got lo- like two questions and then we can wrap this one up right um sure. the first question would be in regards to culture right because i was i was i was thinking about it myself and i'm realizing that a lot a lot of people that are actually pushing the envelope as far as marketing and branding whether it be digital or traditional or so on and so forth are people that are in the culture right uh, they people that 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 move the culture or or spark something new in the culture and so on and so forth what is the relationship between them right and the traditional agency guys that hold the fort right because i'm looking at for example let's say i'm looking at a silvester chalky right or i'm looking at a, a at a pepe pepe marais right versus yeah. a versus a au versus a jules right versus a rich nisi versus people the guys from soso those guys didn't need like marketing knowledge or whatever the case may be or rather archetypal traditional marketing knowledge they did it the way they did it right for them to be on a platform that you guys now start recognizing them you know so is there is there a disconnect between marketing the industry and culture right or are we finding a way where we can gel the two together so we can move forward and create something new there's definitely a very big gap in between like the two dude there's 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 it's 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 very huge like i think it's very very huge you know um because if you look in the in the in the grand scheme of things you know um once you do a nine to five um not saying with you know 925s that i do a 925 once you do a 925 you get into a habit of doing things you know you get into the habit of approving and, de- and declining budget you get into you know you get into you get into that ha- that habit when i what you want to do is basically meet your target and get paid you know for some people it's that you know to them it's actually just doing something so that i can meet my target i can do something cool and then just close and then that's it you know that's why sometimes a lot of campaigns that are actually you know using people within the culture you know um they're not really hitting the mark because you find that during the process of actually building up those campaigns they were like a lot of there was a lot of red tape there was a lot of gray areas there was you know there was a lot of chopping and changing and through that process you just lose the authenticity of of attention you know so that is like the biggest thing i can actually kind of allude to right now you know so there is really like a big kind of thing like i said in the previous questions would 
or which like you really need to be within the culture you need to interact with people in the culture it is not it is not like a inside gathering session it is it is you basically need to live within you know um spaces of culture and interact with people in culture and stuff and and i'm very proud of our agency because like a lot of people within our agency they basically like are people who who really interact with people who are within the culture and stuff and i come from i come from that that background and stuff it made me young so even when i was still in university i still you know kind of interacted with those kind of people you know and you were there you were part of it and so they were helping them out so they were, okay no don't don't do that maybe do it like this don't do it like this and so on and you were there you were actually part of the process young so on. and that really that really um helps you know uh because it really makes the gap that much smaller you know because like you can you can get like a very cool brief and for a very cool brand and you're like oh shit man this is like the biggest and best thing ever i'm going to come up with the best ideas and obviously i've got a very like i've i've got a very creative mind because like there's things that i also want to do you know young sort of by myself and stuff you know so you also you actually kind of think about okay this is this might actually work for this you know and like that time it's like a very good idea it could actually work and stuff and then you actually present it and it doesn't really go anywhere you know and you 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 actually develop that idea because of the insights and because of the conversations and what you've actually experienced like uh from the streets you know so there is there is there is really like a very big kind of divide you know in terms of the people who are within agency and the people who are within culture but granted there are a lot of people you know in the in the in the, in the industry who are doing 9 to 5 so are within the culture and i mean if you think about like brands that are actually doing very good within the culture and you look at the guys who are within those brand teams those are people you will meet like at the most happening places or at the most beautiful places and so forth they doing the right thing they have the right they they around the, the right people and stuff because they know they understand they live the culture and then it basically translates into their jobs and how the brand basically ultimately shows up you know all right all right all right those some those some that's some insight that I actually needed because I was always confused. You know, I didn't really spend that much time right in the 9 to 5 cycle. So, but I do understand like your bureaucracy comes into play and so on and so forth. So, yeah, it it it, it is very important for for us to have kind of these discussions because I believe if if people like us, right, creatives who are in the culture, right, try and always push right to to create new stuff that translate that culture. I think our marketing industry will reach a better place where it tells better stories that relate to people that actually pay money to buy these products. Yeah. I mean, do it like I mean, we we went we basically did the same thing. I mean, a year apart though. But I mean, how how many times did you how many times did we actually learn about brand storytelling and stuff? And if you look at and you actually observe the kind of campaigns that you've seen from the time you were in your university and now um would you honestly say that brand actually kind of hit the mark in terms of actually telling a story definitely you know it's not it's not a norm you know you have like brands that actually do it very well but they actually let go of that like they would actually do it very big but like and actually trying to amplify it and actually leverage it and take it to the top like it's very hard for them to do you know so that basically my kind of grab with 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 that you know with like 
there's so many buzzwords that are actually kind of flying around in the industry and stuff, but like no one is actually living up to it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. All right. So last uh, week, what's your what's your what's your take on the future? Right. What what's your take on the future of the the marketing industry within South Africa? And um, yeah, like what do you think is going to happen in the next upcoming years? Do you think we'll ever reach that 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 level that plateau? Do you think big agencies are going to reach that eureka moment of oh look, let's let the culture in so we can really speak to the culture? Or do you think yeah. it's always going to be red tape bureaucracy and budget cutting? Oh, we need to reach these targets. Do you think it's always going to be very analytical, or is it ever going to get to a point of sentimental value for the customer? Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, this this is this is very. You know what we're going through right now is very, very cool. Like it's very, very dope because if you think about any brand efforts that have been buzzing around since the lockdown has started, have been like campaigns that have been using creatives and influencers all the time. If you look at Hunters with Lockdown Party, if you look at Jason Jameson Connect with Questa, you know, if you look at uh, Bokhari Pasta with Maporisa and those yeah. other global um, artists and stuff, it's basically people are using artists. So this is basically just going to become a norm, you know. So what I'm actually observing is that like brands are really now taking creatives, you know, um, seriously because they see with the yeah. actually we really need these people and brands that really have been doing things on their own and not been putting creatives on or influencers on you know you have to have very good creative for 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 you to be to to be um recognized and noticed right now you know but the brands that have been doing well your castellites and so forth they've been like using you know people you know to actually get that big share of voice that they've actually kind of enjoying right now so to me you know the future the future um is a very is a, is a, is is one where brands respect um influencers and creatives and takes them more seriously is one that is highly innovative and one that is um and one that has brands that have very flexible strategy and one thing that I can also allude to and actually um reflect on right now is that brands and people within agencies they saw that you know we cannot have a set in stone strategy anymore if we are planning this campaign right now and we get hit by a freaking meteor like tomorrow you need to be able to chop it and change it and do something else you know and something that has more um you know um impact and stuff you know or maybe the same impact you know so it's more flexible strategies more flexible creatives taking creative seriously and you know even with the whole conspiracy theory around 5G technology and stuff you know i just want to put that aside but like i've just been reading to what it really is you know like it's going to be crazy even like in the south african context um a country that has really suffered and actually dotobad into actually you know making digital like a second second nature you know it's really going to do very big things for us you know um we go, we like we're going to find even like our oldest members of our population they're really going to get accustomed to very good um they're really going to actually get um what is this like um engagements on social media as well because the technology at the time is going to allow them to you know so yeah. we really we we're really looking at very exciting times um and it's it's basically survival of the fittest and 
um i just want to quote uh, uh, uh like a, a a guy that i know who said um anyone who is not working anyone is not innovating right now you know it is going to show at the end of the day you know people are going to close down businesses people are going to change their houses people are going to change their jobs because they are not using this this point in time even with artists you know if you're not using this time to actually be more creative and show people you know the real you and, the, and, and your real you know kind of craft you can afford back because like people are basically you know getting notice right now we we i mean with OTs freestyle friday how many new artists are you like you know like hey man that boy is hot the space has been open you know the the industry has been open in a very big way during during this quarantine um period that you actually kind of going to so yeah for me that's what the, the what the future um looks like you know so it doesn't matter if you're doing digital and that is like um your speciality if you don't in- innovate you're really going to lose you're really going to lose business because you fail to innovate you know um we all need to basically innovate even with ad agencies and so forth you know ads are not like you know um people are really going to brands are really going into like having you know bigger screen time share you know it's not really going to be the seconds anymore because brands will will want that you know big share of voice and stuff so to me that's basically what it is man all right all right thank you very much jules uh that was some insightful stuff uh i hope everybody that joined the live got to learn something got to take away some stuff uh yeah that was that was me for the digital podcast make sure that you guys tune in uh, and jules thank you very much man ah uh, no man you know it's always a good time yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we should make these chats very frequent yeah 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 i know no i'm i'm always on i'm always on i've got a wealth of knowledge man and one thing one thing one thing people around me always kuza me for and tetisa me for is that like i don't share enough of my knowledge you know i just keep it and then just give it to people who ask ask it for me um so i'm 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 really just i really just want to share knowledge as as much as i as i can because you know like we've been through things we've seen things you know even with you you know um yeah. Yeah. we've done even like building your podcast doing the doing doing the clothing doing the events and so forth you know it, it's actually it's actually very cool to see you know so we've got we've got a wealth of of, of knowledge and it's 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 like really time to actually kind of share that knowledge with the with the generation that is coming after us you know so yeah man because yeah as as ricky said the, the kids are really listening and they are watching yeah of course Yeah, thank you very much Jules. Uh we'll continue chatting then. Oh, yes, boy. All right, shop shop. Shop, man. that's on the live uh for those who don't know what's going on here my name is Tato from marketing um uh, and i i do the digital podcast right which is a podcast uh under my small marketing agency digital marketing on today's episode i have as a show special guest Jules a strategist that works with OLC off limit communications right yeah 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 on the dot yeah. And uh, we will be discussing the effects of coronavirus, 
as uh, as it pertains to the marketing industry and we'll be discussing which uh, disciplines within the marketing industry are at risk of being obsolete and which ones will be booming uh, and also we'll be discussing uh, the digitization of everything is it a myth or is it now a real thing due to lockdown regulations coronavirus and so on and so forth so jules welcome man yeah thank you thank you man thanks for for the opportunity <laughs> you know shout out for this man uh, so yeah, yeah jules, um being being a person that's in experiential marketing being in a person that's in a discipline that really needs a lot of movement you know a lot of logistical um planning and so on and so forth how has the coronavirus um affected experiential marketing as a discipline um i think it really it really affected it dude because like right now experiential is really obsolete you know for now you know we can't we can't go anywhere the only places we can go is basically to do our groceries and stuff you know So in terms of experiential no one is going out no one is um setting up mall stands no one is doing any promotions you know like no one is you know like the social distancing so in terms of, like if you have an agency you know um or you're working at an agency where you know um your your main you know kind of income is basically based on human contact and actually like you know physical brand you know experiences obviously like everything that you've actually kind of bet on is is really going to turn upside down you know so it really affected us a lot and but it, re- it really did um come um at a at a very um there's there's also a very good side to it you know um like this corona period especially within our organization i don't i'm not really sure but i've been actually speaking to a lot of guys in digital marketing agencies um ad agency stuff you know it's been like everyone is basically going through the same thing everyone is expected to innovate you know i mean digital is like the biggest thing right now however if you're so agency and you have your digital clients and stuff you know you still have to give them those you know you we are basically their lifeline you know to actually survive the stuff so you cannot also relax and then with us because we also did like a, a few kind of digital elements right there and right now we're actually transitioning to be you know a fully experiential and digital um agency you know um which we have actually been planning for 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 um over two years right now you know so um we've we've been actually kind of um transforming all of this time so corona and what we're actually going through right now actually forced us to actually take it more seriously and to actually say which okay um what can we press play right now what kind of innovative things can we do because if when when lockdown was like actually kind of started it was like you know how can we actually survive this 21 days you know yeah. and then it became and then as we went into the lockdown and then there was the alcohol ban there was like everything that was actually you know there was a lot of um sectors of society that were actually um kind of you know um shut down you know it, it you actually see that there's actually going to be a life after after um corona and stuff yeah. you know yeah. and it's really it's really it's really going to be you know it's really going to show after this whole pandemic has actually kind of shut down in terms of like which are the organization and the individuals the creatives and everyone in the industry who's actually been kind of innovating during this um lockdown period you know is really going to show 
So like this has been like a, a, a process of innovation more than anything else, doing things out of your comfort zone, you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been like that. And if you're a digital marketing, I mean, agency or whatever, social media agency, you know, you are, you are, you are the lifeline. So pressure is on you to actually come up with the very good ideas to actually carry clients and carry those budgets, those little budgets that have been cut down, you know, to actually, you know, to actually help brands, um, survive this period and beyond, you know? So yeah, it's, it's really, it's really been a, 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 turbulent you know right throughout the whole industry yeah yeah so i mean i'm looking at i'm looking at it from a perspective that you know there's news circulating that um this thing we're probably gonna go through this thing for the rest of the year maybe a year and a half maybe two years we don't know uh, there's talks that vaccination trials might take about six to eight months to 12 months to 18 months right what mm-hmm. are the foresights that you can share as far as you know experiential marketing activations and so on and so forth because as you mentioned you said digital is the way to go right but i would imagine there's so much infrastructure and money that was put in place before the lockdown right there's so many plans and strategies that were put in place before lockdown so many billboards that were locked in financially before lockdown what happens now and by the time let's say for example the year ends and we don't really have a plan forward or we don't know what's going to happen with the virus what happens in the time being for those agencies that have dedicated money that have dedicated workforce that have signed contracts and so on and so forth yeah like um i, I really want to take you back like because to to like 21 no not 21 man like 2008 um during that uh, financial like global financial recession you know like there were a lot of agencies that actually kind of closed down during that period you know, I mean, we were in high school at that time. I mean, we were very oblivious to what was actually happening in the world. We didn't actually understand what was happening in the world. And we, do not, we did not know, you know, but now we actually kind of understand it very much better, you know. So, like, I'm just going to go back to, like, kind of like the previous answer that I actually kind of had, which, like, it's basically about innovation right now, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's also having that kind of foresight. So it's okay, what is going to happen? And the transition is really not going to be like, oh, okay, ah, you know, we, it's all systems go, we can now go to um, a Scorpion King's Live, we can now go to a, you know, like a capsule phase. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be a very slow transition. And the, 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 hardest, the hardest part about this is that, you know, with the government regulations, you know, like right now, not more than 10 people can, can gather, you know, um, outside of the workplace. You know, so mm-hmm. even with events, there's still going to be those um, kind of restrictions in terms of like, it's okay. No, even if you want to do a festival, you can't do more than, you know, X amount, you know, number of people and yeah. stuff. So it's going to be that. And obviously, you're going to have your, you're going to have to have your sanitization domes. You're going to make sure that people are safe. You're going to make sure everyone who's working in the event or exhibition and stuff takes the necessary precautions. So it's not yeah. going to be like, yeah. the, okay, we are now in level one. We can go back to normal restaurants are opening and then people can do parties, you know? So the first side right now, from an experiential point of view and not even thinking about digital right now, is that a lot of, a lot of experiential agencies right now, you really need to kind of, kind of steer clients in the right, in the, in, in the right direction, you know, and say, okay, cool. We have all of this budget that you actually kind of put away or put aside or put to others, you know, things, maybe like TV or digital or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. this is how we can actually kind of ease in 
into, you know, a level one, you know. So what can a brand do with 500 people or 50 people, you know, that will actually create like enough, enough parts for people to actually, you know, um, want to be a part of it, you know. And then how, and then the next level would be 200 people. Can you accommodate 200 people for, 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 for a mall activation or for an event, you know. So there's going to be all of those restrictions. So it's not going to be like a bar, you know, that's, this is what is going to happen. And just to, um, you know, look forward and say and and kind of predict when this whole thing is going to end. It's going to, it's going to, like, like you said, you know, um, vac vaccines in some parts have been tested and whatever, and they say it could take two years and whatever. And that is basically the, rea the reality of the situation right now. Yeah. You know, that is the reality of the situation that like people have plans and plans, people wanted to go away and whatever, and people are mad right now. However, people just need to accept the reality that this thing is in the air, you know, it can, it can come at any time, you know, they announced like level three, they, are, they announced level four, you know, last week, but like people are, uh, like some people are actually, you know, believe that the lockdown is actually over, but it's not, you know, so those are the kind of things that are really going to slow the progress that we've actually been making, you know, as a country and stuff. You know, so December's gonna come, next year is gonna come, you know, and one thing that I've actually been also telling like a lot of guys who do events is that you do not even set any uh, event dates. Just make sure that when they announce level one, you're ready to go. Because I mean, yeah. if it's Scorpion Kings, it was supposed to be now in April, you know, they were supposed to do the VW, Vivo Fest and stuff, you know, yeah. but like now if that budget, what happened to that budget? You know, so you have to kind of also be able to take that budget and say, I'm able to actually press play when they announce that, I'm, um, you know, we're going into level one in December. I'm able to press play with the number of people that are allowed to be in the event, you know. So it's basically that for me and how I see things kind of happening, you know, post um, what you're actually going through right now. Okay. So um, we're, talking, we're talking about budget, right? And... As, as people who, who really studied, went to school for this and uh, who are active in the marketing industry, there's been chatter that stuff like radio is dying and because of how content is widely digitized and uncentralized with stuff like mm -hmm. Netflix and so on and so on and so forth, there's been chatter that TV might be end up dying too. But mm -hmm. would you suggest these mediums, right, as alternatives, right, with the budget that is set in place? Because... I say that under the the, the 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 knowledge of people at home, right? People are are, are forced to watch TV. People are forced to listen to radio. You know what I mean? So would you would you suggest that radio ad spend now comes into play, right? Would this be the resurgence of radio ad spend? Would this be the resurgence of TV ad spend? Because now people are forced to stick with these mediums. Yes, there is, like I said, uncentralized uh, uh, mediums like Netflix, Amazon Prime, so on and so forth. But then at the end of the day, in a South African context, context rather, we understand that TV and radio are still big as opposed to everywhere in the world. So would you yeah. advise brands or even agencies or even someone that's just watching, right, to go that route as opposed to try crack the skull and try to be innovative? Because innovation also can also be the detriment of your progress if you don't um, execute it right. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's, yeah, I want to like, um, what you, what you actually kind of saying right now, dude, like 
it's actually kind of crazy because like I was watching e the last dance like on on Monday the Netflix stuff like um, on Michael Jordan and the '90s Bulls and stuff, yeah, and I was actually looking yeah, at what brands were doing at the time. You know, they were betting big like on 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 on, on creatives and the guys who are on the ground, they actually kind of believed in them, you know, like they did like slapstick, you know, techie ads, but like yeah, they get the yeah. message out and they were very bold to actually bank on these, uh, on, on, on these up and coming people. I mean, for, for, um, for Nike to actually, you know, Nike was very like under, you know, was like under, under Adidas at that time. Adidas was like, like, you know, killing, 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 killing Nike. You know, granted, because Nike was very, very, very new. You know, it had like probably like a decade out. You know, to actually give Michael Jordan 250 before he even played an NBA game was kind of crazy. So that's how I'm actually kind of thinking right now that how brands brands need to go through a trial and error through during this, this, this period. You know, bank on as many you know, innovations, whether it's marketing, whether it's in your products, whether it's anything, you know, whether it's any, like you, people need to be entertained right now. People need, you know, to be redirected and stuff and, and, and to be, to, to, to be accompanied, you know, in, 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 in some sort of way, you know, and to be serviced with your product, with your service, you know? So I really, I really feel like it, it is really like a time for brands to actually kind of take that bite, you know, and kind of like talking, about um, uh, like other mediums and stuff when you're looking at TV, when you're looking at radio spin and so forth. Like in South Africa, bro, like mass media still rules. Young Tol, if you want to make it, if you want to make that, like the biggest stars, the biggest stars um, in, 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 in the country, the biggest celebrities are the people who probably even do not even have like the, the biggest um, social media following. It's the people who are on, on soapies. Young Tuan, when they go to a mall, people go crazy. Young Tuan, when that person goes into Emaponya Mall, like people will go crazy for them and stuff. So TV is still is still king. Radio is still king. I mean, my mom listens to radio like all day, every day. You know, it, and she basically switches. She listens to Power. She listens to five, not Five. She listens to um, Radio 2000. She listens yeah. to the Community Radio Station. She listens to Elon Radio Pulpit and so forth. So. It is, it is really still like a very, very, you know, um, big, you know, um, kind of uh, platforms. You know, they are still very, very dominant platforms. Like when you actually kind of look at the South African, in the South African context, you know. So they, like, even when budgets actually go there, you know, like uh, during this period, I will never blame someone who goes to radio or TV or even digital, uh, and digital, you know. So that's basically how I feel about this whole kind of situation, Uti. Like, TV, and if you're looking at traditional media as a whole, the big five, it's still, it's still uh, you know, where maybe like printing, prints, we can, we can move it aside because a lot of um, magazines and media publishing houses are closing right now. But like, yeah. when you're looking at radio, radio dude is still the, the, the thing right now. I mean, artists are fighting Young Tola to get that radio play and stuff because Young Tola hits is not a hit unless it's on radio, you oh, know, radio. so, you know, it's still a very influential platform, even with TV, a lot of people still watch TV, so it's basically, so you as a brand manager, as an as a person who's working in, in strategy, creative and stuff, you know, things can still live there because it's still big, 